So what's up? Um, I think I threw up my back. <laughs> <laughs> you old man. I know. I. <laughs> You're 22 years old and you are a grandpa. I was doing warehouse work for the first time in like months, um, just to make some extra cash, and uh, I'm pretty sure I threw up my back doing it. <laughs> doing that, getting that, doing, living that mask top lifestyle. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> you chose it for yourself. I did, but also, yeah. so now I have to suffer the consequences of my actions, which is fine, yeah. you know. But just this is what life. you get. This is what you get for being so sexy and toppy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> It's because you wanted to be a fucking dad top. Shut up. <laughs> you do. At the end of the day, that's all Blair really wants. I'm quitting. Goodbye. <laughs> I've decided listen, I don't want to keep listen, this kind of company. We, no, listen, come on. We've spent so many episodes talking about my horny shit. Now we turn it on you for one episode and you just like... Not even one out episode. Out for one comment. <laughs> Blair hated Sarah and Club because they were right. <laughs> There's never been a horny me. <laughs> never showed their horny be. Horny people have no rights. <laughs> All of the above is true of every single one of the hosts. <laughs> every previous co-host also has never been horny. That's so true. Never in my um, life. If you've ever been, if you've ever been, a, if you if you're listening right now, if you've been, and you've been on the podcast before, and you think, wait, I've been horny before. No, you haven't. No, you this haven't. Is, this is a fuckless podcast. So yeah, this podcast never fucks, and this makes it makes everyone who's on it fuckless by nature. Yes. We turn everyone into Valsel. <laughs> Jeez. You saved me from the, the world's line. first ever Valsel conversion podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Can we go like no nut? No nuts. Can we go no nuts so we can all yeah. harness our nut energy to magic and I mean, shit? I was, I mean, I was gonna jerk off during the uh, the, the intro music, but like, I guess it's a lifestyle. Yeah. Speaking of which, here's that. Everybody, everyone, it's your number one weird departure podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm Blair. Sorry. And joining us, coming back, back again, uh, it's Lil Clem. Yeah, back at it again at Clumbo Cream. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was the last movie we had you on for? Silent um, Night, Deadly Night. That's fucking oh right. Oh my god. <laughs> you always bring it with like the craziest shit, and I respect that. Yeah, yeah, I feel like your like horror, your like horror like catalog is like, hey, remember that movie you like heard about once <laughs> and kind of like thought, oh, that sounds interesting, and then forgot about until now. Let's watch that. You know that movie you astral projected into <laughs> when you were like seven years old? We're gonna watch that one. <laughs> Y'all gotta know that I was debating between this and the nineteen eighties House of Wax, where. It's just these horny teens, and for some reason, one of the exhibits is the Marquis de Sade. 
I was all oh like, oh my god. But that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll save that for we'll save that for like January when we have you on in earnest for not Schlocktober. <laughs> but at, but speaking of which, folks, Schlocktober rolls on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it's it's this is the squeakquel to Schlocktober. Schlocktober. Yep, Schlock. Schlocktober 2. This is the third one. Schlocktober the, the road chip. <laughs> God. What was the fourth one called when they were on a cruise ship? I don't know. What was the fourth one? Some fucking... I'm looking sh- it up. Sure. Yeah, you're a real, you're a real like, fucking Fairweather Alvin and the Chipmunks fan, huh? <laughs> I only liked the Wolfman one, but that's because I had a crush on the Wolfman. Oh, bless your heart. Fuck <laughs> off. Oh it says the fourth one was the road chip. I fucking lied. Oh, what was the third one? I don't know. <laughs> can you, Clem? Can you try? It's shipwrecked. 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 <laughs> I hate it. Thanks. I hate it. Okay. <laughs> um, you know what? This movie was not as bad as I was expecting it to be, though. It's like a we good watched. movie. It's like a good movie, but why is it a Halloween movie? Is the thing. We watched. Uh, this is a very funny movie. We watched a Halloween three season of The Witch. <laughs> yes. Um, and the, I was, as far as I'm aware, the only Mike, the only Halloween entry to not contain Michael Myers. But containing the movie, it's apparently a sequel of. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> it does have a clip of Halloween one in there. It's a very low res clip of it. Yeah. Well, it's like playing on the TV, like a. Yeah, it's like playing at like one. It's playing at one forty four p. So, um, I guess this is like a Halloween AU fan fiction. Honestly, yeah, that's a way yeah. better way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. <laughs> so. The thing about this movie is that it looks great, right? It, but it's yeah, it does. It's like what is happening at all times? Yeah, like who directed this? Tommy Lee Wallace was the director. John Carpenter worked as a producer, but this is a uh, Tommy Lee Wallace. Uh, he worked on. Uh, he actually edited the original Halloween and The Fog, which I watched with Michael mm-hmm. uh, a couple of months ago, back when Blair was on back back when Blair was finishing school. Mm-hmm. Um, but like. He hasn't done much lately. Like, he hasn't done anything since 2002. Maybe it's for the best, I think. And yeah. I don't think he's... I'm trying to see it like... Oh. Oh, no. What? He wrote He wrote It, the Tim Curry It. Oh. <laughs> well, you know what? Make it me think. <laughs> he wrote some episodes of The Twilight Zone. He wrote Max Headroom episodes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say a mixed bag on this guy. Mixed mixed bag of Mr. Thomas Leas Wallace. Yes. So um, we we open uh, on October twenty third, uh, eight days. Two thousand and eighteen. This movie takes place in the future. It's like when Marty McFly traveled to the future and wrote a hoverboard. Uh huh. And then everyone was like, where's my hoverboard? Yeah, do you remember that Tumblr that was Wah. like... Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the Tumblr that was like, 
they just like did, posted a day like the day every day for like two years and it was like wow today is the day when Marty and me fly around in the future yes I, I do, do. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much I don't think they actually I think they actually skipped a day like when the actual day came around oh yeah I mean you gotta that's absolutely can we do that for Teen Wolf 2 there's no special <laughs> day I just want a Teen Wolf 2 blog <laughs> you can you can do whatever you want. Does Teen Wolf Two go to the future? No, <laughs> but the character's name is Todd Howard. That really <laughs> fucked me up. <laughs> you didn't know. I know we're no we're no strangers to hard lefts on this podcast, but what the fuck? <laughs> well, no, I really wanted to have. I thought there was a day in it, and then I was like, no, it's just the character's name is Todd Howard, and that fucked me up you can just photoshop like images of video game tom uh todd howard and i think onto... he's played by jason bateman oh so imagine what? imagine being like probably a teenage todd howard and there you are a werewolf played by fucking jason bateman and you're just like that's why he is the way he is today is it is it like sexy jason bateman I mean, that's for you to decide. <laughs> yeah, that's a personal opinion. That's between has you Jason and your Bateman, god. <laughs> has, J- has Jason Bateman been sexy? Um, it depends on your type. Yeah, let me. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, has he ever been like tried to like be presented as a sex, a sexy boy? I'm pulling him up. Um, like, I think he, that, like, I think he could potentially like, get it. Like, I mean, okay, Blair, you should watch Ozark because he is absolutely dad hot in that movie, <laughs> in that show. <laughs> He's like if Walter. He's like if Walter White was like ha- was like fuckable. Right, fuckable Walter White. Hmm. Well, okay. That's finally a, a Walter too hard White you can fuck. A Walter White for the whole family to enjoy. But if, do I? But you can fuck. But should or do you want to? Is the real. You should never fuck Walter White. You might fuck Jason Bateman Ozark. Okay. So, so yeah, we start, the movie we starts start... on the 23rd of October, eight <laughs> yes. days before Halloween. Um. <laughs> and we get this, uh, very early on, I just like, want to get out of this, we have this advertisement for Silver Shamrock Halloween Mask, where they have three Halloween masks that are apparently the talk of the town, because one of them is a rubber pumpkin mask, one of them is a rubber witch mask, and, a and one of them is and, and a, and a skullamania mask. Yeah. And... Um. It's like they are the most rote Halloween masks I've ever seen, and it's really funny to me that these are like the chase, the, the chase masks of the season. They look high quality, though. If I'm going to be honest, they look moderate quality at best. They're like okay quality. That's perfect for kids, and they have the only three characters you're ever going to fucking want to be. Yeah, pumpkin. You know what? That's so true. Um, yeah, if not, I'm not a green witch. I'm a pumpkin, and if I'm not a pumpkin or a green witch, I'm a skeleton. What if I wanted to be a sexy witch, though? Then I mean, wear you some can, you fucking can... lingerie under the mask, <laughs> fool! Use your fucking head. Anyways, so we have this, uh... Hey, more days to Halloween, <laughs> Silver Shamrock. Like, yeah. It's, it's My Fair Lady. Yeah. It sucks to hear. <laughs> You're absolutely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so correct! It rules. I think... I think a literal fifth of this movie's audio is X more days till Halloween, 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 X more days till Halloween, Silver Shamrock, and I fucking hate it. I should actually I should tweet the up I should tweet the questions tweet by the way. Yeah, you probably should. 
Just yeah, just do it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so we have this we have this motherfucker named Harry Grimm's Grimbridge. Grimbridge? Um and he's yeah. He's um running along and he's being chased by some feds in suits. Um and he he's got a jack lantern mask on his person and he's running to a gas station. Um and the eight more days till Halloween plays. Yeah. Um and then he he uh is like there's okay, here's something that drove me crazy. So so he like pulls a brick out of from underneath a car uh while he's being strangled by one of these suits. Um and uh the car just kind of like it rolls forward. It's not like accelerating or anything, but apparently it hits the suit hard enough to like Stop him from strangling this like hairy guy. Um, Glass and bones, like, paper skin. I guess. I mean, we hear like bones crack, and I'm like, that is that. <laughs> that car is neither heavy enough nor moving fast enough to do lasting damage to this human person. Um, but it crushes him to death. It does crush him to death, and Harry, what's his face, gets away um, until he like doesn't. I guess he gets dead. <laughs> Kramer's uncle dead. dies. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, the the gas station attendant is like, hey, holy shit, okay. And hey, sorry to do a dead stop, but I was on Twitter doing the uh, fucking, the, just the question street, and I saw, I happened to see a tweet that is killing me, because it says, my sister just pointed out that now that we know who Banksy is, this means Banksy made the theme song for House MD. Wait, we know who Banksy <laughs> is? Yeah, at the, at the auction, one, okay, so at the auction where he, like, shredded that painting in the picture frame, mm-hmm. um, one of the guys from Massive Attack was there, who oh had my- been rumored for a long time to be Banksy. Oh my god. He Banksy? And then pretty, he, pretty, he left pretty much right after that painting got shredded. Um, Banky? He Banky? He Banky? Yeah, Banky is one of the guys from Massive Attack. Um, yeah, I actually heard someone talking about it, but I think it's just, like, they were just talking about how it was, like, rumored or something, and they're like, I, yeah, I can never actually not like Banksy, because I really like Massive Attack. <laughs> actually, I'm Banksy. You're I'm coming out to Banksy. tell y'all. Wow, friend of the show, Banky. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, um, so yeah, so the, so the, the gas station attendant, um, takes the dude to the hospital, and then, um, he, uh, Harry Grimbridge is placed under the care of Dr. Dan Chalice? It's Chalice, right? I don't think I ever heard his name said aloud. It was just the guy with the mustache. Yeah. Well, let me pull up the Wikipedia article, so I had to tab away to look at the Wikipedia article for Massive Attack. (laughs) Um... Uh, so there's, like, all sorts of, like, drama about it, and he's got this, like, uh, jack-o'-lantern mask on him, and he's, like, got it clutched in his fist, and he's, like, they're gonna kill us all, basically, and then he, he, he just, like, drops it on the ground or whatever. Um, and then, uh, this guy, this, a suit comes in to the hospital, covers his mouth, and then, like, like, snaps his, like, skull in half by sticking his fingers in his eye sockets. Yeah, um, some, basically. Something to that effect. Um, and then a nurse finds the, the, the dead body, uh, which is fun. 
and then the, the suit uh, gets into his car and then pours gasoline on himself and then uh, sets himself on fire. And then we get... My favorite thing when explosions happen <laughs> is that you get to see it, like, three or four times. Yeah. And I don't know why films do this, because I feel like one is enough, but... We get we get the we get the, the the car exploding from one angle, and then we get it exploding from another angle, and then we get it exploding from another from another angle. It's great. It's what great. if it it's didn't classic. explode all the way? You gotta well, know. Uh, <laughs> you gotta see that. You gotta see that bitch from three hundred and sixty degrees. Doesn't count. I guess. I guess is it just like that? Like, um, they're just really really proud of their pyrotechnics, and they want to show it off. They spent the money, so they better fucking use it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, and then uh, uh, Ellie, uh, uh, Harry's daughter, arrives to identify the body, um, which is a fun experience. Uh, and um, uh, then uh, Ellie and... Well, first, uh, so, so Chalice is all like, I gotta get to the bottom of this shit. Gotta um, get to the bottom she, of her bottom. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, eventually. <laughs> He's a married man with two kids, by the way. And, like, immediately as, uh, as soon as this, like, attractive younger woman showed up, and we also saw, like, his matronly wife, I was like, okay, so he's gonna he's gonna be the protagonist who cheats on his wife, which is a fun thing that I like to see. Um, <laughs> I don't know why this... Ha- anyway. Um, <laughs> it's always that, isn't it? It's, like, the protagonist, and we're supposed to cheer for him, sleeping with this, like, young, hot woman when he's married with kids and his wife is pissed off at him because he's never around with his kids. And when he comes over to his kid's house, he brings them shitty plastic masks when they already have these dope-ass rubber ones, you know? Um, and then they put the masks on, the, the silver shamrock, silver shamrock, yay, yeah, yeah. We're supposed um, to cheer because now she finally has a reason to fucking leave him. That You, you know what? You're right. <laughs> um, Damn, Clem got it in one. Here I am. I'm I'm usually against the whole like uh dad you work too much kind of plots because I'm like, well someone's gotta make the money, you know? <laughs> but Dad, uh, please get the fuck out of the house. Right. <laughs> it's it's like but at this one it's like Please say psych. <laughs> <laughs> dad, you work too much and also you cheated on mom. <laughs> so uh yeah. Dad, I don't uh, think you know our names. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's so funny because every time he's on the phone with his wife, she's always, like, screaming at him. And he's like, I'm trying to solve murders here. Uh, but she's like, no, your kids don't even know your name anymore. <laughs> um, and, uh, like, I get it. But also he's like, this is kind of, I'm kind of in a situation here. I don't know. It's fun. He put um, himself in that situation. He, you know what? He literally, he literally had, he literally needed to do none of this because he's a doctor. He's a doctor. He's a medical doctor. He's not like a cop or anything. He's a medical doctor. He's not <laughs> he a has cop. No he's responsibility. no one's dad. Yeah. He like be a dad and then like don't kill your patients. I guess. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what dog he has in this fight, but he has. He, he procures a dog to have in this fight and then meets up with Ellie and she's all like, I've been tracking my father's whereabouts uh, for a long time for some reason. And then she's like, and he's been all, to all these places except he doesn't have an alibi for this date. Um, and then he went out to, uh, what's it called? Uh, Santa, Santa Mira. 
Santa Mira. Santa Mira, yep. Yep, Santa Mira. Oh, also, I don't think we mentioned yet, but the doctor does extremely look like Burt Reynolds. Yeah. I completely forgot his name was Dr. Chalice, because I was just calling him Dr. Burt Yeah, the whole time we're all like, colorblind Burt Reynolds. Because you gotta, <laughs> you gotta squint because the color's off. <laughs> yeah, he's got he's got brown instead of black, but like that aside, he's Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that's true. Tom Atkins who? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh... But so he, he tracks down this hotel that like... Uh, that Harry stayed at, right? right? And then um, he finds a couple other people named uh, uh, Margie Gutman and Buddy Coupler, and the the cup the Coupler and his wife and their son, Lil Buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then uh, Gutman, one of the women who's at the hotel, who's at the motel. Uh, trash talks the mask a little bit and then finds a microchip on the back of the button that's on the mask, the, the silver shamrock button. Mm-hmm. And she presses it with a needle and it fucking zaps yeah. a hole in her face. And she explodes into a laser. It is yeah. awesome. It's <laughs> it fucking rules. It doesn't make sense, but it fucking rules. Um, yeah, that's, that's this entire movie. I'm like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> While not understanding anything that's happening. Yeah. And Chalice, Chalice, like, hears it, and he's like, oh, shit, we should help her. And then a bunch of suits show up and, like, are like, no, we're taking this body. Bye. Yeah. Also, this is mid-bang for Ellie and Chalice. <laughs> this whole thing yeah. is happening mid-bang. Which... Yeah. And Chalice is fucking a girl, like, what, 20 years his junior? I mean, at least, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. They really uh, had to make it weird. They, I mean, yeah, I was, like, dead-ass, like, you are like fresh out of college or something, you know. Well, but it gets it yeah. when like, it's listen. how old are you? And then she's all like, "Well, it's already late enough." And it's like, "What? <laughs> what? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I need my mommy. I don't fucking feel comfortable. <laughs> I need an adult." <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like listen. I've fooled around with older men. Yeah, but in like, my time, we've all been there. But you don't on. fucking Shouldn't. act like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Feel think... shame for fucking a grandpa. <laughs> um, with with a mustache like that, like come on. Uh, okay, okay, hold on. If it was Burt Reynolds, though, like Burt Reynolds, like if he was still alive and Burt Reynolds came to you and was like, "Hey, you want to fuck?" I guess who among us would not pass up the chance to fuck Burt Reynolds? Um, and like maybe maybe she's colorblind. She's like, oh shit, this this is Burt Reynolds getting in character <laughs> for a doctor role. Let's fucking do this, Burt. Um, yeah, he's a, a, a famous method actor. Sure, I'll Burt call Reynolds. you. I'll call you. Maybe I'll call she's you Doctor Chalice. <laughs> you know what? Maybe we shouldn't king shame this this fictional woman. Um, <laughs> uh, so. Oh, I also want to say that, like, the, the, the hotel slash gas station attendant at this town has the most fucking Lucky Charms-ass Irish accent yeah. ever. Yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, okay, we're in California. How did you get here, Mr. Irishman? Well, I, okay, so Irish people can move to other places that are not Yes, Ireland. I know, but, like, but also, this, man looks like, this man looks like he was plucked out of Scotland, like, yesterday. No, but no, he sounds like he's an actor <laughs> trying to do an Irish accent and doing it very, very badly. It sounds like a, It sounds like a parody of an Irish accent. I've never heard an actual Irish person talk like this before. Just the Lucky Charms leprechaun. Yeah, he's talking like how a leprechaun and leprechaun should talk. Yeah. 
<laughs> wrong movie, guy. Also, what if he's st- I wish he like had just started rapping. <laughs> yeah. Do you? We have to get into the villain's accent, fucking do. Um. <laughs> so um. But so um, they get kidnapped. A little. Yeah. They get they get a little bit kidnapped. Um, yeah. And, and um, so I'm just gonna read this next paragraph from the Wikipedia article whole cloth because it's fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, the, the men in suits are androids, which we find out when one of the, when Chalice kills one of them, and he kill and he, like, spits up yellow, and bleeds yellow, mm-hmm. and co- they're, they've been created by Cochrane, who is the fucking evil guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The evil bad man. Yeah. Uh, here we go. Chalice is captured by the androids, and Cochrane reveals his plan to sacrifice children wearing his masks on Halloween, thus bringing about a resurrection of the ancient age of witchcraft. For Silver, for Silver Shamrock's, quote, big giveaway that they've been teasing all week on those, like, three more days till Halloween things, which will air at 9 o'clock p.m. on all television channels following the horror-thon. So they got, they called up Fox and ABC and everyone was like, hey, air this, air this now. Each of these masks contain a fragment of Stonehenge <laughs> implanted in its trademark microchip. When activated by a flashing signal of the commercial's on-screen magic pumpkin... The microchip causes the mask wearer to succumb to brain damage from absorbing the energy of Stonehenge and unleashes a swarm of insects and snakes that come out of the wearer's corpse and kill anyone nearby. It's like so much. That's and totally also, normal. I don't know what the fuck you okay, guys are so talking when, about. When, when I saw the masks with the chips on them, I was like, okay, so they're going to con- control the children and then the children are going to kill everyone and that's going to be badass. But what happens is that and then, and then, like, the, the, he does a demo. But then, the, during the demo, like, the masks started dissolving. I'm like, is it gonna dissolve into this kid's skin? Is he gonna become the pumpkin mask? No, he just fucking dies. And then, like, garden snakes come out of his mouth. There was garden one, snakes which can bite. There was one rattlesnake and a bunch of worms. Yeah, <laughs> like it is. It is. Um. I mean, it's gross, but it's, it's like, not scary. <laughs> it's just wild. How does Stonehenge like, okay, turn me into So, bugs? for starters, the microchip has Stonehenge in it. Yeah. Normal. I mean, it's, normal. it's like that. <laughs> the masks have Stonehenge in it, and the flashing magic pumpkin coming through the CRT TV, like, pops, like, makes the Stonehenge little bit activate, and kills the child inside the mask, and then they turn into snakes and insects. Okay, but the thing is, like, to what end? Because you can, like, avoid snakes, you know? Yeah. Yeah, you can, like... You're not guaranteed to die by snake, necessarily. You die if you turn into snake. You do die if you turn into snake, but say in your room, you're in a room with your two children who just died and turned into snakes... I mean, um, if I turned if I turned into a snake, like I'm still me, or it sounds like a ship of Theseus thing. No, because I think it just comes out. Okay, okay. You said you turn into snakes. I thought you should probably be more clear that your but your desecrated corpse turns into a snake. Okay, yeah, like yeah. if I die and like decompose, I turned into fucking dirt or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you tf you into, into dirt. Into dirt. <laughs> <laughs> dirt tf page one of seven. Um. Yeah, and it's and it's like you can just leave the house, you know, because like you see snakes, 
okay, you you see your child die, and then insects and snakes start coming out of it. I am booking it. I, I'm, I'm not gone. touching that body. I'm rest gone. In peace, then have rest fun in peace, with the little Jimmy. I'll never forget you. Bye. And also, it's contained inside of a house because there's not like televisions on the street. Well, you know, he only wants to get sacrifices. Are. That's the whole point. He's not looking to kill everybody, but he's going to kill enough kids that bought those masks. That will bring back the that will bring back the age of witchcraft. It says a somehow. lot about our society. Okay? Yeah, we live in a society. Is the thing. Just buy some crystals on Etsy. <laughs> just buy some crystals on Etsy and do witchcraft I, in your home. I think their heads just did that. I said we live in a society to Andrea last night, and I was like, I'm sorry, I say so many online things that you don't get, because Andrea is decidedly less online than I yeah. am. Uh-huh. And she was like, oh no, I get that one. I was like, really taken aback, because that one's like, not like a niche meme, but it's like a weirder one that like I wouldn't expect her to have gotten. Yeah. And uh-huh. she's like, yeah, it's a Jay-Z, ra- it's a Jay-Z song, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. That's iconic. Yeah, it is. I love you, Andrea. If you're listening, I love you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but yeah, my bold theory is their heads just did that. Their heads just did that. Yeah, yeah, completely unrelated to the shamrock shake. Yeah. Um. <laughs> what kind? Of, oh, while while I'm here, what kind of Halloween name for what kind of name for a Halloween company is They're silver Irish. fucking shamrock? They're okay, but Irish. it's a novelty store, so they sell. Uh, they potentially sell other things throughout the year. Okay. Pearl hates the Irish. Are like the Irish scary or something? I don't get it. Like I was like, yeah, I was. I had the same. Yeah, thing. you ever seen Leprechaun? Yeah. Well I, well, I had the same thought though because like it makes sense in like a a world in a world where like um like in our world like I was like you know like if I saw a Halloween mask sold by a novelty store uh, called Silver Shamrock, I'd be like fine. But um, as far as like narrative shit it's not menacing it's not it's not not menacing like spirit halloween costumes would be scarier yeah um i i i grew up in a very irish town myself um our our football team was the fighting irish um and uh so shamrocks were everywhere so at, at most it felt like going to a fucking high school pep rally watching these like commercials not menacing <laughs> maybe a little stressful but not menacing uh, <laughs> so, um, then, uh, yeah, so then, uh, um, what's his name? Chalice is, like, tied up and put into a room. Yeah. And tied up, tied up put into a room. The, the Cochran puts the mask on him and turns on the TV and was like, in an hour and a half after Becca, you will die. Yeah. You mm-hmm. have to watch the season premiere of Becca. <laughs> Followed by the season premiere of Frasier. Um, very menacing. It's, uh, it's, uh, 1987. He's tied up. <laughs> or 1982, I guess. But just his arms. They don't do dick about his feet. Yeah, because he just, like, kicks a, he just, like, kicks a hole in the TV and is like, I ain't watching that shit. He's yeah. like, what this? His, his chair isn't even bolted down, right? He just, like, moves yeah. forward and kicks the TV. Um, and then, like, breaks his arm free, and then tears off the mask, and, like, throws it over the camera, and he's scot-free. He's home free. Yeah, and then he goes to the fucking vents and rescues Ellie, and then he dumps all- he gets a bunch of microchips from the television, 
and dumps it on top of the research. And somehow it explodes. As... Yeah. I mean, I guess that's dope. just the that's the power of Stonehenge, baby. <laughs> okay, the thing is, it's like this is another sh- scene where I was like, man, this looks awesome because like they all collapse onto the floor and then we get an aerial shot and then this like this like eighties ass CGI of like a glowing circle like surrounds them and I'm like, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, I love this. I love to look at it. It's awesome, but um, you don't know what the fuck is going on. Never, not even once. I'm like, <laughs> talking about this movie is the most I've understood this movie. You know? I had to read the Wikipedia article as I was watching it because I was like, oh baby, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah. fuck, dude. Uh, so, so they're driving away, and then Ellie fucking, like, tries to beat the shit out of him, and it's like, oh shit, android. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, is real Ellie, like, dead? Yeah, he basically... Must be, right? Yeah, she totally is. Yeah. Okay. He Rip basically killed and skinned her, which is, you know, like, okay. <laughs> Whatever, <Yeah>. dude. <laughs> You know what, if that's what that's what that does it for you, I guess. Go for it. Um, so, yeah. So, um, he, then he runs to a, uh, uh, a, a local gas station. Um, and, like, where there, tries... Where there's a TV playing. Yeah. And a bunch of children file into the gas station. Mm-hmm. Been there. Which is, like, that's just what you do. Mm-hmm. Um, as children are... You know what? Snacks are there. I was about to say, like... So. Snacks are there, but, like, they file in to watch the TV. Been there. Mm-hmm. Like, how tiny um, of a town are we talking? <laughs> yeah, well, this is also 1982, so, like, TVs are not necessarily a household item, and if there are, you know, they could be, like, being used by someone else. Also, there's, like, four channels, so, you know. Uh, right, but, like, I, I but they feel all have like the same if thing you are on. a child, and if you are a group of children and you have you all went out and bought the masks... The odds of none of your families having a television is very small, I feel like. There's four channels, and he bought all of them out. It's playing on every channel. Yeah. Uh, right. I, I'm saying I, I'm saying the kids going in the kids going in to watch the television, like, I feel like one of their family's houses would have a television if there's like a group of children filing into the gas station. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he gets on the phone with the with the fucking with the uh, the station manager somehow because you can just like make a quick phone call and just get that over with. Mm-hmm. When you're Burt um, Reynolds, and he, yeah, when you're Doctor Burt, when you're Doctor Colorblind Burt Reynolds, that you can just kind of you just kind of have that power. But um, he gets on the phone and is like, "Hey, I'm sexy Burt. I'm sexy Doctor Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to squint when you look at me. Turn the take this ad off the television." And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about? No." And he's like, "Please just do it. I'll I'll do anything. Say there's a bomb threat. Say something. Say anything." And they take it off. Channels one and two, but not three. Yeah, that guy I said fuck you. Three, I guess. So, um, so yeah, so that that kind of uh, so he, it's it's like all your effort is for naught, basically. Because yeah, like the movie ends with him screaming and the camera cuts to black. Yeah, which is you know you know what that's the way every movie should end. Honestly, with the main character with the main character screaming. Looking like Burt Reynolds, and then it just cuts to black. And standing in front of a bunch of children who are about to turn into snakes. <laughs> yeah. And bugs. Um, well, but he also killed um, Cochran. 
So like, yeah, he's not going to really comfort. reap the benefits of what he what he wrought. Yeah, small comfort, I guess. Um, like, so we wrapped this movie pretty quickly. It's, huh? a, it's like not a lot of stuff happens in the movie. Just stuff happens for a really long time in this yeah. movie. The thing is, the thing is. I liked this movie. It's a great movie. And literally, if it wasn't the third installation of Halloween, or it wasn't part of Halloween, it would have fucking worked. Yeah. But it makes no sense um, as a continuation of the Halloween saga thematically or like, like, You can't start an you anthology know? at three. Well, you, know, you, know why, you know why that is, right, Blair? No. So, originally, Halloween was intended to be a little bit more of an anthology yeah. story. It wasn't supposed to be all Michael Myers all the way down. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of fucked that by making the first two Halloween movies about Michael Myers, but, like, this was supposed to be them branching out and being like, okay, here's a different horror story. The only, ca- the only like, centering piece is that it takes place on Halloween. Yeah. It was like, Michael and, Myers illegal and, now. Yep, and they, they this got such a poor reaction, they just went back to making Michael Myers for the Halloween movies. And, like, I wish they kind of had stuck that landing better. But yeah, me too. I would have. I, mean, I think Michael Myers two, is definitely like. What's if that? this was film two, this would have done so much better. Film two, if this was film two, Michael Myers would not be a franchiser. Yeah, yeah. But they like, could even do. Not, they could even do Michael Myers the third for the third movie, and I would still be happy with uh-huh. this. You know. Yeah. But um, you know, you set up a pattern, and you kind of have to be expected to follow through on it. You know. So where are we rating this movie then? Our our zero to five scale of I don't know zero to five Stonehenge microchips. Um, I would probably give this one. I'm gonna give this one. I'm trying to decide if I want to do it within the context of the franchise or just as a standalone. I think it's f- more fair to the film if I do it just as a standalone. And I'm probably going to make Schlocktober history by giving this one a three and a half. <laughs> wow. That might be the highest we've ever rated a Schlocktober pick. Mm-hmm. And you know what's weird is I think I'm actually a little bit inclined to agree. <laughs> I'm going to go with a solid four, baby. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Stick to more your More groundbreaking Schlocktober history. <laughs> it's are. fun. Hot damn. It, this, is a, this is a really fun movie is the thing. Um, yeah, it, it I makes had, like I had no sense. It yeah, makes no sense, and some all. of the performances are like really bonkers. I think Ellie's especially. There's one take where uh, her and someone else are like talking over each other in a scene where they definitely were not supposed to be talking over one of a, over one each other, like one another. Ellie just <laughs> forgot her line, and the next dude just started his, and she was like, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! I remember what I was supposed to say. Hold on, hold on." <laughs> yep. Um, and they just oh. kept that take. It was <laughs> it's a professional film. Yeah. Like. And it's got that John Carpenter music, which automatically makes it a good movie. Yeah. Oh my god, and when the music would blast and you couldn't hear shit in the entire fucking scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Uh, fucking, god. It's so funny to me that, like... Halloween exists in this universe. Yeah, I love like it. Like Halloween, the fun, the the horror movie franchise that everyone's you know everyone's entitled to one good scare. Donald Pleasance is in this universe. Mm-hmm. In this universe, Donald Pleasance exists. In this universe, Jamie Lee Curtis exists, and she's a famous actress. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the real world, yeah. but different. <laughs> but with Stonehenge masks. I bet that's happened in the real world. Yeah, Stonehenge masks. 
Why yeah. not? Why not? There's magic. <laughs> Let me believe in it. <laughs> um, who are you to claim to know the secrets of the universe? Sarah? We have questions. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this one from at Mike Loves Rabbit. Uh, the, sp- the story goes uh, that the creators originally wanted Halloween to be more of an anthology series with random stories centered around the holiday, two having the villain from one kind of fucked that up at the jump. Do you think the series would have been better with more entries from th- with more entries like three? I think it would have because like no one is like oh yeah Halloween <laughs> six. I love I love that Michael Myers movie. Right. You know, He's like, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, Halloween fucking whatever. Like, the, with the weird, like, with the weird, like, tattoos and shit of, like, the lineage of Michael Myers. Like, oh, yeah, that's my favorite. I'm I love asking. the, I love that. Like, I think that, like, Halloween kind of, I, I think that Michael Myers didn't need to exist past, like, the first movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's something I feel a bit conflicted about because I love a good monster movie saga and it makes yeah. a really good schlock. Um, Me too. They would, I guess they would technically be better movies, but it would totally sh- change the sh- face of horror as we know it today. And I don't Absolutely, know if I'm ready because, to contend with that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like, like it way better. Yeah. I don't know. Just, like, the idea that we'd be removed, that, the, like, if we went back in time and, like, made this the second movie and they didn't do Halloween 2 with Michael Myers and this was Halloween 2. And, uh, God, it just, it's weird, because if we did that, then, like, we just erase one of the big, na- one of the big faces from the timeline, because, like... Also, Michael Myers fucks, and, like, I can't really turn that away, you know? Yeah, Michael Myers, the thing about Michael Myers is that he does very much fuck. He fucks oh. hard. <laughs> um, he fucks hard and is put away wet. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! I hate that. <laughs> oh, I it's hate true. it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I wish there had been... I, I want the Michael Myers franchise in addition to an anthology movie franchise like this. Yeah, but, you, want, you want a splinter. Yeah, it in, was in, just... In, in, in order to world. make this movie, mm-hmm. they had to attach it to the fucking Halloween franchise. Yeah. Yeah. It would have never made it. The thing is that uh, the real Halloween 4... The, that that exists is just like around the holiday is actually from the anthology horror movie the horror movie anthology holidays. Yeah, that's the true Halloween four. Oh, the, the, the other Michael Myers is, is have them have their own shit, but like Halloween four is holidays. No, it's bad. Holidays is bad. It's bad. And horror anthology movies are horror anthology movies are like gener- are generally not great. Yeah, there's like Creep two. Is so good. There's like two or three good ones, but most yeah, of them. VHS. Yeah. Um, and VHS viral. <laughs> VHS viral is not good. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> VHS viral is great. Shut up. Which one is that one? That's the one with um. The wraparound of like going around the city and like the uh, like the weird police chase. Which um, one has Bone the Storm? skate boys? The it's, what? The skate boys. That's the one. It's That's the one with the skate Bone boys. Storm. Yeah. Okay, that's all I remember. Yeah. Blair, can you do me a favor and pull up that email that uh, uh, Ivory... No, was it Ivory? It was Ivory. I I don't know if I can do that right now, but... Okay, that's fine. Go listen uh, to our viral episode and get a get yeah. a nice long essay by Ivory about yeah. why Bone Star- Storm is a work No, it's the, it's the episode after the Bone Storm, I uh, think. It's yeah, the yeah. after that. But anyways, <laughs> uh, at Pidmon wants to know, why did they name the reboot, question mark, H2O? All I can ever think about is Mike Myers getting sprayed with a hose, Lamau. Well, I mean, I think H2O was intended to be, like, 
the 20th anniversary, H20. But, like, also, to be fair, until this moment, I didn't know it wasn't, like, Michael Myers underwater. I remember a lot of water imagery in the commercials for it. <laughs> like, am I making that up? I don't remember I don't know, it at all. So I don't remember shit. Maybe we should watch next October. <laughs> Halloween H2O, just add water. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see that, I see that uh, Catboy writes... On Twitter has also yeah, asked us uh, a question. Friend of the show, friend of the show uh, at Catboy writes wants to know. Let me rank the three franchise boys. That's the question. Now, when you say the big three franchise boys, I'm assuming you mean Freddy, Jason, and Michael. Yeah. So no love, no love for Pinhead. Well, he's he not a one of the big count. boys. He's not a big boy. I mean, Freddy Krueger's not a big boy. He's, yes, he is. He's he's a big boy culturally. Yeah, so is Pinhead. Pinhead doesn't have a rap, okay? Yeah. He doesn't have multiple raps. <laughs> he might, does. Pinhead might have a rap. <laughs> he doesn't. Also, Xenomorph is being left out of the question, which I feel is uh, homophobic, frankly, but go off. I classify Xenomorph as sci-fi. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, rank, rank your boys. Rank your boys. Rank my fucking boys? It's obvious. It's Michael is at the last. Okay. okay, yes. Where's the fun with that? Then... Jason fucks hard. He does fuck hard. He fucks harder than Michael. Way harder than Michael. Like, but, he fucks. But also, Freddy doesn't fuck at all, so is that how you're ranking it? No, 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 no. I'm just thinking in the context, because if we're asking objectively, Freddy is my favorite, because there's no not-fun-to-watch movie in that fucking no that's Freddy, it's, it's gotta be freddy I, i'm going freddy's I'm, number my, one my order is my order is freddy jason michael okay same um uh but if if the ancillary uh big horror movie stars are in the question i'm gonna extend this list to six characters which are gonna be xenomorph freddy jason uh, pinhead no sorry michael predator pinhead mm-hmm. freddy's still number one for me yeah. I just like the Xenomorph. Michael's still on the bottom. Xenomorph's probably second, because Xenomorph's fuck. Xenomorph's fuck hard. <laughs> like. Uh, That's a huge uh, factor, dude. Remember, do recommendations? <laughs> remember when we called this a fuckless podcast at the beginning of this episode? <laughs> we all knew we were It liars. is. I have no idea what you're talking about. Why would you bring that up again? We're not fucking. They are. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do some recommendations. Uh, so, uh, my recommendation this week is going to be half of my recommendations are just going to be like albums that I'm listening to to keep up with Fun Point, uh, friend of the show Brooks and Eddie's uh, podcast Fun Point, where they listen to an album every week. Um, their album this week was Born Ruffians Red, Yellow, and Blue, which is an album I had never heard before, but I listened to it and I listened to it a couple of times because it's fucking good as hell. Yeah. Um, it's like Canadian indie rock. Uh, he's got a very distinct voice. So he like does. you can listen, you can listen to like Hummingbird and you'll be like, you, you listen to Hummingbird and if you hate it, don't bother listening to the album. If you love it, listen to the rest of Red, Yellow, and Blue. But like Hummingbird, Hummingbird is like the perfect litmus test in my opinion. It has been so long since I've thought about Born Ruffian, so that's a very weird for, thing for me, but yeah. also... <laughs> that I'm kicked like, my ass. I'm, right? like, I'm like, I, I, I'm remembering listening to Homestuck mixes back in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, but just, yeah, fly away the hummingbird. Yeah. Yeah, just, just go do that. You'll listen to Red, Yellow, and Blue. Yeah. And listen to Fun Point, the podcast that fucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no more fucking. <laughs> uh, Clem, do you have a recommendation? Well, okay, Cle- in, in, that, in that case, we all have to leave if there's no more fucking. Yeah, like, bye. <laughs> oh, Clem's God. recommendation this week was actually fucking, so. I know, it's really surprising. Um. Fuck. I'm just. Guys? Hey. My recommendation? Y'all know the new JoJo came out, right? <laughs> oh yeah! I've heard about it, yes. I watched the I watched the first episode three times. Once on my own, once with Sophie, and once with a bunch of friends from the Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die Discord. About the same. It's uh, very good, and I'm very excited so for next good. week when we get the, when we get the OP and ED. Oh hell yes! If it's not Gangsters, I don't think it's going to be Gangsters Paradise. But if when it's not Gangsters Paradise, I want to be very. You're sad. still going to be very sad. Um. It has the first JoJo to canonically drink pee-pee. And I think yes. that's really powerful. <laughs> oh no, maybe I have to watch this show now. <laughs> yeah, he, well the thing the thing about part five, Blair, is that like these boys are not the giant fucking broad-shouldered muscle boys who have been like the, the focus of the last four parts. The thing They're is, all twins. The thing is I'm just anime phobic, so which is why I've not watched it. I have no I, I have I've no um I have no problem with muscle bound beefcakes. Um, it's, it's just, uh, it's just, I'm anime phobic, but maybe I'll, I'll watch it anyway. <laughs> you, remember how, you remember how Jonathan looked at the start? Like, my dude looked like two giant refrigerators next to each other in the manga. Dude, dude looked like he was a punch-out character, but not in a good way. <laughs> dude looked like a forgotten character that they took out from punch-out, not because he was too racist, but just because they, no one remembered him. They were just like... Oh, we're gonna have a hard time drawing that one again. <laughs> like, like, okay, like you go back and play it nowadays. And you're like, all right, well, that's bald bull down and jo- Joseph Joestar, <laughs> Jonathan Joestar, Coochie mm-hmm. Coastar. Who's this guy? <laughs> but yeah, Vento Oreo Golden Wind is extremely good, and I'm very glad to see my little boy Koichi back. It rules. Again. It rules. All I know <laughs> about him is that he speaks Italian, right? Hujorno? No, well, one of them. There's like a whole thing well, about. Koichi, Koichi can also speak Italian. Yeah, that's because he's that's because in Rohan, Italy. That, well, that's because Rohan opened up his face and wrote Koichi Hirose can speak Italian on it on the book of his face. <laughs> okay, Gosh, God did that to me. Um, God. <laughs> sometimes I sometimes I think uh, JoJo is just like a massive prank being pulled on me specifically because everything it's I hear so about not. it. Makes, it's yeah. the well, reason it's anime like, jokes are like that. Things just happen, I guess. Sometimes I think JoJo is a massive break being pulled on me, and I'm, I'm like, I read and watch JoJo religiously. Same. <laughs> um, Blair, what you got? I don't know. The thing is, is like, um, so <laughs> can I do? Can I do Venture an illegal thing? I when I first recommended Venture Brothers, I was only three seasons into it. And now I have finished the seventh season because the finale just came out. Well, it came out on streaming on Friday. It's going to actually air tonight at midnight. Um, and it's so good, you guys. It's so good. Hey, it's so good. I can I say it you. from the bottom of my heart. It's so good. I told you. I know. <laughs> Look, I know and I trusted you. And then, I, and then it's good. It's so good. I love it. <laughs> You here's here's another show um, that is that is a, a himbo only boy fest, um, and it's very good. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so, so that I'm gonna do a double recommendation on that one. Oh, like uh, I guess this is less, this is less of a recommendation and more something to get off of my chest, I guess. But um, last <laughs> night I watched a couple episodes of Rick and Morty with Andrea. Uh huh. Can I say like, you're pickle I, Rick? No, I'm not pickle Rick, but like some of the jokes were like very funny. I used to watch it with my sister. I used to watch it with my sister, and then we would talk about it. Like, I get it. Like, like Jerry just just gets routinely the best lines. It's, like, not a bad show. It just has, like, the worst fan base ever. Yeah, and that, like, really soured my interpretation, my my impression of the show up until I watched it last night. And, like, damn, Rick and Morty. (laughs) It has potential. Mm -hmm. But what, it's actually good? The thing is, it doesn't it doesn't hold on to any of its emotional growth, which is its major falling. You know, yeah. Like, it, like I know that's kind of the point of like Rick as a person, but also it's just like a little bit disappointing to watch. Well, like, it's like when they said the Venture Brothers was about failure, mm-hmm. and we all just kind of assumed that's how it was going to stick. Mm-hmm. Except Rick and Morty said, "Nah, we good." <laughs> yeah. That sounds right. It's it's like it, there was there was this one season finale. I watched that was like a really emotional turning point, and then the next, when I want to watch the next episode, it was like jokes and japes. I'm Pickle Rick, and I'm like, hello. I thought there was going to be consequences to what happened, but apparently not. <laughs> hey, yeah, Michael uh, wants to know. Do you guys want to hear something scary? Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Get in your bitch. Oh well, okay. Blair, the thing I was in the shower. Rick. Yeah. And I was wiping my ass. Uh huh. <laughs> and the towel got covered with doo doo. <laughs> There you go. Thanks, babe. That's a great ending. That's getting edited out. No, it's not. <laughs> it's good, and Michael's the best. Thank you, Michael. Run okay, I just Michael. wanted to share the the thing about the pickle Rick episode is that in the final act of the episode, Rick gets told off by a therapist because he's just like he has like this two minute long tirade about how therapy is extremely unepic and he's too smart for it. Uh huh. And then yeah. the therapist just, like, dissects him and then, like, doesn't do anything. And, like, the episode kind of ends kind of sadly because Rick just kind of entirely ignores it. But the entire fan base's reaction was just entirely, like, oh, he owned Rick that Rick is so epic, yeah. Who was played by Susan Sarandon. <laughs> she was um, fantastic. Very strange. I, I wish, you know, I was going to I almost called the show Pickle Rick. Rick and Morty would, would be good <laughs> if, it, if it took itself, if it took itself seriously you know or like, less seriously enough if it took itself if it took itself like slightly more seriously than it does like i would like it a lot more i think yeah like they they i, I feel like it's just like a little bit of like i, I know it's, it's a little bit south parkism where like they don't want to show like character growth or emotion because that's for fucking wussies but you know what? it's content in the status quo and it, from that like you can only get so much out of that you know yeah. Anyways, uh, if you want to support this podcast... <laughs> For some reason. <laughs> go to patreon.com slash fearbaiting, and uh, $1 a month gets you access to a bunch of polls and stuff, and bonus content. 5 bucks a month gets you a message right on the podcast, which... Uh, Michael is not allowed to submit one for this month because he just had <laughs> he just did his, which is that he got doo-doo on his towel. <laughs> Uh, and uh, ten dollars a month gets you lets you demand a movie that we watch. Uh, thank you very much to Kit, Sophie, the cool Sophie, Michael Kaiser, and Paul Bechtel. We love you with all of our hearts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want to check out the show on Twitter, we're at Fear Baiting. Uh, Fear Baiting on Tumblr. 
Uh, and uh, check out our sister podcast, The Wonder Years, where us and also Seda, who did our incredible intro outro music for this year, mm-hmm. uh, you, you can find their you can uh, where we do we talk about animals with them, mm-hmm. uh, and they can be found at gaygothvibes.online. Yeah. If you, uh, if you want to find me elsewhere, you can go to at Pickle Rick on Twitter. No. <laughs> Untrue. Okay. You can go to at Sunhat Zenya on Twitter. That's Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Uh, that's where I am on Twitch, too. And uh, my Tumblr is Chiesatsunakas. I also do Henry Kissinger. Is Pokemon Going to Die, the number one leftism podcast in the nation currently. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's great. Great time. Great show. Yes. Um, if you want to find me online, you can do so at Blair Kitch on Twitter or BlairKitch.tumblr.com. Um, it's a lot of the same shit you get here, so, and it's up to you if you want to continue that sort of brand. <laughs> is it my turn? It is your yeah. turn. Go ahead. If you want to follow me, which you don't, you can find me at CatboyWrites on Twitter, or you can find me at PowerFisto.tumblr.com if you really fucking love Fallout New Vegas. <laughs> yeah. That's all uh, I care And you about. better. <laughs> it's illegal to listen to this podcast if you don't. <laughs> Um, That's really all I got. So, uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. We will um, catch you next week slash Friday when we stream um, with Gage to watch. Yep. Gage, uh, uh, front of the show, Gage, to check out uh, The Haunting 1999 version. Yeah. Yeah. So, with Liam fucking Neeson. So be there or be square. Um, thank you for listening. Um, but until then, I have been, and for the foreseeable future, will continue to be Blair. Sarah. I, I will, I am currently Pickle Rick. Okay, well, that's a problem. (laughs) And, uh, this is also Clem. Say hi, Clem. I gotta say, this is Little Clem, and you're watching Jackass. (laughs) And remember, (laughs) you can put a fucked up guy anywhere. Good night, everyone.